welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and we look at all the trashy news stories. My name is Erica and I'm your host. My name is Cassandra and I'm your other host. Happy 2023. Did you think we'd ever make it here? I knew we would. Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I'll yeah. tell you how I knew. It's because uh, we pre-recorded this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless the, the meteorite has come and wiped everything out, you'll be hearing this on Monday, the first Monday of 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a good New Year's? I don't know. Did I? Who fucking knows? Did I make it to two parties like I planned? <laughs> you have Time two parties planned? Well, there's the one that the Pack Theater is throwing. Sure. And then our friends are having one, but they're close together. Uh, now it's that like, which one do we go to first? Uh-huh. Which when do we leave uh-huh. to get maximum party? Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Got to double dip. Yep. Got to double dip. You I, guys I, are I, crazy. I, we're not really big New Year's people. We have a party that we went to this year. I'm just assuming we went. Um. <laughs> but um i bet i have a feeling if i know us we left around 12 15 <laughs> we do do new year's like that is one new thing years. winston and i have done done it up um in 2020 we did just like hang out at the house yeah sure well, um i put on a cocktail dress still and we went up and saw cute. saw the fireworks happening but you threw a party in 2019 a new year's pa- no you threw a, a holiday, holiday party. party what what's up why don't you do those anymore is it because of the pandemic pandemic yeah <laughs> we 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 threw an, um winston and his friends they threw the holiday party every year it was themed it was always really cute and fun um in 2019 it was nakatoma plaza's yeah, holiday die party hard. from die hard yeah it was fun it was cute all right yeah but yeah anyway we're crazy but you know you know, uh, uh, with the new year comes all new trash. So, Cassandra, can you tell me what's something you've done that's trashy, uh, New Year's themed? I don't know if I've talked about this before, but it's so trashy that if I have, I'm going to have to say it again. But there was a long time where I held the belief that if I peed in front of a bank, on new year's it was going to signify a good year um so i i have at least two on record that i peed in front of a bank um on the grounds of a bank on new year's eve or new year's day like because you go out and you get drunk at the bars (laughs) and then you walk home or wherever you walk wherever your destination is and pop a squat in the in the front grass of a bank i've done it twice i don't do it anymore it's been it's i think the last time i did it was probably mm, when was my last good year (laughs) uh i think it was probably 20 oh you know what i think it was 2016 which (laughs) that was a bad year for everybody so lesson learned (laughs) i am obsessed with that so much yeah, it started with um it started with a 2012 uh, or going into 2013. Yeah, and I peed at a bank and then that year um I had a breakup early on in the year, but then I moved in with my friends and I ended up having a really really great year. So it was like cool and then going into 2014 I didn't pee at a bank and so it was kind of like a shitty year but then going into 2015 i did pee in a bank again okay oh okay yes i peed at the bank in 2015 and then 2016 i didn't and then 2016 happened and it was so bad and i thought it was because i didn't pee at the bank dang dang yeah Yeah. that's so (laughs) it's not good um i uh i'm surprised i never got arrested for public urination there's just something that happens when you're in your early 20s where you're just like men can pee wherever they want they want why can't women right so you just gotta like find like two parked cars to get in between and you just pee you know i i i respect it that's what i'll say i respect it thank you not advisable we're not encouraging the baby trash cans to do this no 
But, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. You know, I mean, people used to eat black eyed peas on New Year's Day. That was, you know, um, <clears throat> the, the big one to to signify you're going to have a good year. Huh. I year uh, I, I listen to It's New Year's Day by Charlie Robinson every year. And that's, that's nice. what really keeps me. Yeah, that's what really keeps me going. So, well, why are you trash? What's your New Year's uh, themed yeah. trash? Okay, so every year I do dry January, Boo. where I just don't drink the month of January. But I do take that to get uh, to take edible. <laughs> so it's just like I'm still not facing reality. <laughs> I'm like high as hell all month, but sure. It's like six o'clock instead of having a glass of wine, it's like and pop an edible. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> but in 2020, I went to Mexico with friends at the end of the month. So like the 27th, 28th of January. Yeah. And this is when we were starting to hear like percolations, whispers, of, yeah. Whispers that there's this virus going around, but it's not here. It's the, you know, it was in Italy in the in january like italy was like yeah shut down in january i remember it yeah but not here not here yet but i wore um i was going on the trip to mexico i already had a plan and i wore a mask to the airport Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm gonna look so and it was like a big painter's like it was before you know kn95s and all that but it was just i look i was like i'm gonna feel so fucking stupid they're gonna laugh at me they're going to, I'm going to look so dumb, but I ended up wearing the mask, felt safe. My friend set to set by someone from Wuhan, China on the plane. And it's a, but I drank, I drank all that Mexico trip. I ruined my dry January. As soon as I got to Mexico, I was like, I'm going to hold out and wait two more days. And then like by dinner, I was like, yeah. And a third margarita and a fourth margarita. Thank you so much. A Paloma. Great. Like, you were gonna be dry in Mexico. I was gonna try to do it. I was gonna try That's to be dry. And stupid. I mean, oh, I, I love I you. Just, I love. I just you, blew but... it. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I broke a promise to myself. That's all. So you know, trash. I think it's always good to do a sober month here and there. But I would like to come in and say it doesn't have to be January. <clears throat> yeah, it feels like the the cleanse I need though. You know, because like December is fair. It's right after the holidays. It's actually pretty a good. A lot of drinking. Yeah. 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 And it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. I'm just being, I've done a dry January. I'm just being yeah. bitter because there's no way I'm doing a dry January this year. You know, I'm debating it. I'm debating it. We'll see. We'll see. But I might, um, yeah, I might start a new medicine that might help in that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, oh. the edibles will be always be up. So we'll see. Got to. Yeah, it's California. They're completely legal. It's totally fine. <laughs> Um, speaking of things that are completely legal, let's uh, get into our first story. Oh, please, please. Okay, so from InStyle.com, the traditional New Year's menage. The writer says, I was working in Antarctica as a dishwasher. I had a New Year's threesome, as one does. In Antarctica. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you do threesomes just for the heat, you know. But I mean, I- you could do anything. If I went to Antarctica... I, I love my partner and he knows it. Okay. But if one of us is in Antarctica, all bets are off. Oh yeah. That's a free territory. That's a, that's a free territory. A hundred percent. If for some reason you find yourself in Antarctica, fuck and suck anybody you want. Like that is. And in Antarctica is a dishwasher. I thought only scientists went to Antarctica, but I guess someone's got to wash the dishes somebody's got to i mean in the economy there's got to be you know all different tiers but yeah there there you can do like a cruise that stops in antarctica like it leaves off the the coast of south america and there are tourists sometimes and there are scientists and i guess dishwashers but i think you get paid a shit ton of money i would hope um so in the threesome fun somebody accidentally spilled a beer on somebody else's laptop which i think didn't stop the sex they were like okay we'll deal with that later but the laptop did end up dying yeah and so he's like how much does it cost to replace it you know i'll help offset the cost like even though they didn't knock the beer on they felt like everyone involved in the threesome should maybe contribute something i think right right and it was twenty five hundred dollars i mean laptops aren't cheap no especially the 
high power ones, you probably have to have in Antarctica because, you know, oh yeah, you got to protect them from penguins, <laughs> abominable snowmen. Who sure. knows what's down there? Like, you got to protect yourself. Yetis. Yetis. Um, Is so, it Bigfoot? Oh, no. Um, so uh, once they found out it was $2,500, they were like, uh, actually definitely probably only the guy who spilled it should have to pay for this um so the moral of the story is that threesomes cause drama no matter what country you're on continent you're on yeah foursomes make more sense because then it's like it's always even yeah i guess i don't know i I mean i've never participated but i just i I would think like even numbers would be ideal in these situations because somebody's always going to feel a little left out yeah yeah where, but then the foursome is like there's almost like a pressure to like everyone has to switch off and like oh, it just feels like the likelihood of like being yeah. interested equally in all four people or all other three people just seems lower so like that's my kind of qualm with the foursome yeah. model timing just seems hard in all of these things because it's like which one do you start with uh, where, where do we go from here yeah is it two on one one on two it's it just feels hard like i, I think it's I, carry on if anybody wants to do one do one i'm just trying to think i'm such a like a logistic i'm like where's the spreadsheet for the three <laughs> i mean you know i'm a planner you know where i stand on that if there was a spreadsheet for a threesome it would make it that much yes hotter. here's the order of here's the runtime here's wow wow oh imagine if we got a threesome but then there was also a stage manager that that's what we need a stage manager hundred percent. This yes, is tapping into shot. a fantasy that I didn't realize I had. I know, like a line producer, just been like, okay, and here. Great. It sounds and... like I just both of us just want to film porn. <laughs> like I guess this exists. <laughs> it totally exists. It's just called porn. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, right. well the more you know. Twenty twenty three. We'll hey, see what it brings. The year of porn. Um. So we got uh, another interesting uh article this one took place in 2016 um back when we thought that was like the worst year that could ever happen um until 2020 happened but i thought it was interesting it comes from us from the la times yeah so the las vegas strip began jamming up with people hours before the clock struck midnight on new year's eve and as people are inclined to do they brought a lot of stuff with them to celebrate so there was confetti streamers, 12 packs of Tecate, Miller Lite, water bottles, party horns, festive hats, food, soda cans, plastic bottles, yada, yada, yada. What we're getting to, a lot of garbage. And so it turns out, after they cleaned it up, that they measured that it was 14 tons of trash that gets That's... left on the LA, or get that gets left on the Las Vegas Strip after New 28,000 pounds. That is so much trash. That's more trash than you and I could ever talk about. I, you know, when I first read this headline, I thought it said 14 tons of cash after New Year's Eve party on Vegas Strip. I thought it was like somebody dumped, oh. like a like a Brinks truck tipped over and there was just cash flying. Um, but I'm That'd dumb. Sick. I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> no, you're not dumb. Please. You just can't read. Um <laughs> So they this they talked to this person named Hilario Murillo, who has been doing the New Year's Eve cleanups for 18 years for the Paris Hotel and Casino. And so he just kind of kicks it on the sidewalk with a broom and uh, kind of just wash, watches the trash pile up in the street gutter and thinks to himself, not too bad. I think last year was worse. <laughs> I like that optimism. Like, oh yeah, like he, you have to bad. manage your manage your expectations, you know, and like he expects it to be, yeah, crazy. I think it's just shocking to the, you know, to us that fourteen tons of trash would happen overnight. I like to think of him being like um, in in the movie Gladiator, which I have not seen, but just the commercials. Okay, where he goes, "Are you not entertained? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's all you have, <laughs> like." last year was bigger what can you do <laughs> um like people just to throw trash down i was like <laughs> you know and i think to myself like do they not have trash cans but i bet they do i feel like these types of events never have enough trash cans yeah. like because every trash can that you're that you see is probably overflowing and it's like 
what do you expect people to do after a certain amount of time? So uh, there's two or there's a couple waves. First wave is people with leaf blowers and sprayers to move the trash into lines. And then the second wave is the street sweepers that just suck up the garbage. It takes about 90 public work employees to do this. I never want to be in Las Vegas on New Year's Eve. That just seems like hell. It's on demonium. It, it was on a list of worst places to be um, on New Year's Eve with uh, in line with Times Square, which we'll get to. Mm. Um, yeah. But uh, the cost for the cleanup um, is between $134,000 and $180,000. They get this cleanup done by 3 a.m. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. Yeah, I figured it'd be the next day, but no, they're like midnight. Great. Get the fuck out. It starts. Yeah. Like it's pretty incredible if you think about it. It's like they have what two, two and a half hours tops to get the strip ready to have cars and people on it again. That's wild. And then he says, it looks like nothing ever happened. Jeez. That's I mean, crazy. a professional, like a true professional, a pro, an absolute pro. Pretty, pretty cool, I think. Yeah, and and if you're gonna do this next story, you got to be a pro. You got to come prepared. Yes. So, um, from wanderwisdom.com, which it was just like some weird blogger who, honestly, I had to read through this whole thing. I don't recommend this guy's blog. I'm just gonna say it. He was kind of weird vibes and. I don't know, whatever. I don't have to get into it. But I did it too long, didn't read for this because he did break down what it was like to do New Year's Eve at Times Square. And that's in New York City. Is is the rumor is people wear diapers? Is that we'll get into it, I guess. But yeah. So if you've ever turned on a television before, uh New York or on New Year's Eve, and I think that this goes for even our listeners who live in other countries like i think that the new year's eve at times square is one of the most popular ones to get on television and um millions of people like come yeah to do this and so he broke it down on what the what or i broke it down from his wordy article of kind of what the expectations would be if like because a lot of people this is like a bucket list item for them to like yeah. do a new year's eve in Times square and i gotta be honest it it doesn't sound great sounds terrible so he says the prime location is the bow tie on 45th street where broadway comes to an angle and meets 7th avenue that's where the stage is set up and you can clearly see the ball drop people who show up cannot walk directly up 7th they are redirected to sixth avenue so i don't know what that doesn't mean anything to me as a non-new yorker but like <laughs> it's a the, grid <laughs> the yeah so the bow tie <laughs> if you if you close your eyes you know and you picture Times square in your mind you're picturing the bow tie yeah have you ever been to Times square yeah i've walked through it yeah i have to I mean, it's, it's, you, you, you do it, you know? It's, yeah, it's, it's a thing to walk through. Yeah. Um, The London equivalent, I think, would be the Piccadilly Circus. Oh, love Piccadilly Circus. Yeah. Yeah. Walk through that. And then I was like, oh, this is like Times Square. Maybe the LA equivalent, maybe Hollywood and Highland, but I mean, it's, it's really not so... even remotely close, like on like yeah. a grandness scale. I think there's yeah. nothing really like Times Square. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty crazy. So, the guy and the and his wife on this article thought that they could beat the system um and they made a reservation at a restaurant that was close to times square like that was like up around where some you know better placed barricades are and even to get through to that restaurant they had to prove that they had a reservation some places like you had to even prove that you lived in new york and that you weren't just a tourist to get to some of these restaurants but um they did this and this hack didn't ultimately work because after they finished their meal they were like well we're here for times square new year's and we just had a meal here like can we just enter here and the cops were like no you may not time to go back and enter with everybody else so they had to walk back like a super far away and get back in this line yeah so they pack people in in the far end and let it fill up then they let people move closer in a controlled matter at one corral at a time 
I mean, it makes sense. Like they've yeah. got to be this got to be like clockwork because this people do this every fucking year for, I don't know, the last 125 years. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, how old is New York? Like 80 years old? Yeah. 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 80. It, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Here's time. <laughs> um, so uh, you can't have bags like you can have fanny packs maybe and clear bags ish but there's no like clear um information as to how big or small your bag has to be and there's a lot of websites out there that tell people to bring board games and cards and all kinds of stuff because it's a really long and boring day but it's also like you can't have bags so that's a little confusing um i would just assume you just go with nothing to be honest yeah yeah. So the forecast was rain all night, but under no circumstances are people allowed to bring umbrellas. Yeah. Jesus. I don't See, understand it. It's crazy. So the people who get the prime spots, like the ones that you see on TV, they show up like way before noon, like probably like 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. So they're there for over 12 hours. And what's wild about this is there is no ins and outs when you get to where you are you cannot leave if you leave you cannot go back um you'll so if you need to leave you'll never see your friends again if you if you want to come back oh and that's like do people wear diapers for that like question mark well Uh, we get we get to that um First of all, okay, so the blogger, he went around 2 p.m. And their, their spot was like a section between 46th and 47th. So they were still about two blocks away from where the stage was. So they weren't that close. But they were still there for nine and a half hours. Nine of those hours were in the rain. Um, everyone, everyone around them, or just in general, wears like huge hats to this. Like everyone wears their huge New Year's hats and glasses and stuff. So... You can't really see anything except people's giant hats. <laughs> Jeez, that's insane. So he stood in the same spot for nine hours. Again, nine and a half hours of rain. He had three layers of socks on. And by the end, all three were soaked and squashed, squished when he walked. Um, He wore a, like a heavy duty hiking poncho, um, which was good for him. Because everyone who just bought like the, you know, splash zone cheap ponchos from like street vendors were soaked and were bailing. This is what's crazy. People go in the morning and then they bail around seven when they're like, I can't take this anymore. Jeez. I mean, some people said they were doing it with no protection. They just grin and bear it. And like, how do you not get like hypothermia? How do you not get sick? Yeah. Yeah. People probably do get sick. So the crowd thins out because people realize that it sucks. Um, So like the strong get to move ahead a bit, but like not much because a lot of people just continue to go through it. Um, Now, this is like the worst part to me is that to kill time, people start like chatting with each other. And doing sing-alongs and playing games. And as everyone knows, social interactions are not my forte, especially with strangers and doing small talk. Is like, I can do it, you know, but like with like a real life dead-ass stranger who the only thing we have in common is that we both have decided to do Times Square New New Year's. Like, oh, God, that sounds so bad. It sounds like prison. It sounds terrible. Oh, uh, so where are you from? Uh, from LA. Oh, whoa. Where where are you from? Like just for nine hours in the rain. Oh my god. That sounds literally miserable to me. Um around three or four around three or four o'clock though, they start playing music. So that's nice. Yeah. They played two Queen songs that everyone sang along, but cut off halfway because it was just a sound check. 
you guys are all just pawns in a giant television show. They don't care if the whole crowd is loving life and like their only reprieve for all day is that the Queen song is playing that they all know. They're going to cut it off because it's fucking soundcheck. So on screens that are way too far away for anyone to see, a five-minute video about the ball plays at one point. The guy complains that the screen itself is behind the ball with ads and countdowns. Actually, makes it impossible to see the ball itself. Yeah, so this ball is made of, like, crystal or whatever. And so you can see it on TV and it's sparkly on TV. But in person, I guess because of the screen behind it, it's, like, basically invisible. (laughs) This is madness. Like, this is is my Guantanamo Guantanamo Bay. Honestly, though, like, you just want to see fucking stupid ball and like all you can see is like a distorted capital one ad and you're standing oh okay so there are no bathrooms the adult diaper thing is not a joke he says if you step out of your section use a bathroom you have to go to the back of the herd why do do this i have no idea but then again with millions of people showing up every year to do this regardless i guess why change that's my editorializing by the way because i'm 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 wondering, like, why? Like, why haven't they thought we should line the streets with porter potties or something? But the reason why is because people fucking do it. This truly sounds like madness. So the blogger drank no liquids that day and skipped breakfast. At the restaurant, he had a veggie burger and fries, hoping the salt would help him retain liquid. He lasted the entire 10 hours without going to the bathroom because he opted to not do the diapers. Allegedly, adult diapers, a.k.a. Depends, they work to an extent, but they don't hold, like, a day's worth of piss. So, yeah, that's that's a one pisser. Yeah, that's why he opted to not do the, to not wear it is because, like, you're going to get a rash and it could overflow. Like, so you're basically just so that you can be in this moment, Times Square, you're agreeing to be a baby and have a diaper rash and hypothermia. Like, just and not eat all day. Like, fuck going to the bathroom. I can't just not eat all day. I Yeah, I'd be so fucking raging and then like just low blood sugar crazy and then just thinking about being in a crowd oh my god one person actually steps on your toe or 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 falls and shoves you like how are there not just like brawls with this condition you'd think and so okay so a lot of people talk about oh you go to Times square for new year's eve it's basically like going to a free concert so that's if you got there at like 10 or 11 a.m if you're not in those prime spots that you have to be there all day for you don't see shit like Times square is full of screens so you'd think that they would just broadcast like what they're doing that's not true because on the broadcast those advertisers still want their ads to be seen so if you're where this guy was from 2 p.m to 1 a.m you're in the back or you're not you're not in the back but you're in the middle and you're just looking at the same ad over and over and over again. You don't get to, they don't play the concert for you. You get, you can try to listen to it. And also everything is being lip synced because you're at the mercy of live television. I mean, Samsung, Coca-Cola, Burger King over and over. Like it's this feels like, like a psyop. What's that? Like, like a government like experiment or something that's happening. Like a, like totally. a, like a psyop. So- what is a psyop but i don't know you said it yeah but it makes sense when i say it because i know what i'm talking about but you may not know uh what i'm talking about and so let me find the actual oh uh, um it's a psychological operation it's a operation to convey selected information and indicators to an audience to influence their emotions or motives so it's like it's uh, an experiment like a fake like a fake thing yeah 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 so like brainwashing brainwashing kind of and and kind of like um 
like what's a good example of one um yeah like you know if like somebody's holding up like a leaflet of some uh god damn it anyway a psyop it's just like where the government's trying to control something through like a big activity but you don't know it's directly influencing you in some way so propaganda kind of propaganda but like if if um, subliminal messaging kind of yeah like that kind of thing like torture torture and and like it's like deliberate campaigns of like media radio television it's like strategic where it's like uh, kind of there but not exactly okay i don't know i <laughs> it makes sense to me it makes sense to me like help me help me if anybody knows what i'm talking about <laughs> sounds so stupid but he sounds like a psyop and like if that means something to you you get it so um average temperature around uh on new year's eve in new york uh times square is 33 degrees so 33 degrees sometimes it snows sometimes it rains so you've got people um the ones who really are smart and camp out they smart i I say smart (laughs) but uh but uh i mean these people are dressed like they're going to have a threesome in antarctica or to at least go skiing with a diaper on they it's important that like when you see these people celebrating and like dancing to the concert online or on tv like you think to them you you have to remember to yourself that they're probably dancing in their own piss um (laughs) this is this is why they hate us it's our freedom (laughs) they come to this our freedom to do this is why they hate us (laughs) people come from all over the world to do this this is why the aliens would hate us is certainly for this but (laughs) um so amongst after all of this because again i i bullet pointed this article and you're welcome to everyone because it was stupid a little bit but after all of this this person still says that it's worth doing that it's cool they said and like they said should you go yes well it's not very fun and it's very physically demanding like i don't know they didn't say anything in there why you should go like that seemed like they really had an actual recommendation it's almost like one of those things where like oh you should climb mount everest it'll be the hardest thing you ever do and it's like i don't want to do that that sounds like sounds awful some people like it's almost like if you're masochistic and you and you like that shit and you want to like like you like to rack up accomplishments to say you've done something yeah then that would be the justification to ever do Times square new year's eve but otherwise like you know what i might start doing on my resume i might start listing that i climbed everest because like how are they gonna check they're not they're not i used to um i heard about a kid i knew him he put um the Vatican, like that he worked at the vatican on his resume and he's like how are they gonna check who are they gonna fucking call the Pope? Um, so this is super weird, like kind of memory that just comes up sometimes, but I wanna say I was in third grade, maybe. Um, and we had a teacher who was pregnant, and so she left, and the man that came in to replace her was this man who was like i'm going to climb mount everest that was like his deal so amongst all of our normal studies it was like fourth grade i don't know asbury elementary uh denver colorado um so amongst all of our regular studies he also had a lot of information about climbing mount everest and would also like set up sort of physical <laughs> obstacle courses for us like to replicate the experience of climbing Everest and it was and then it got to a point too where it was like he was like if anybody wants to if any of you kids want to climb Everest with me like you know let me know because no. I can I'll put together some sort of permission slip and we can talk to your parents and stuff like <laughs> And he was like dead serious. And 
I swear to God, and this is like, you know, like fourth grade Cassandra knows that she's not an Everest climber. Like I wasn't, I couldn't do the rings and stuff. And so I, and like, he was very open about how it's very dangerous and people die. So I'm like, well, I can't do And like, he would put like weighted backpacks on us too. I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. So we would do like weighted backpacks with through obstacle courses. And I was like, well, I can't do the rings. So I'm going to die on Mount Everest for sure. And, but he was a very popular teacher. We all loved him and stuff. Yeah. And of course, because you're a kid. But so he was like putting it out. And like, I knew a couple of kids in class were like, yeah, I'm going to climb Everest with him. And I'm like, yeah. really? Like, you're going to get permission for it? Anyways. So he was just filling in for this teacher who had had a baby. And so he wasn't back the next year, but it was like, he might have come. Like we didn't, he was talking to us about how he was going to climb Everest over the summer. And then he was like, you know, like he's pretty sure that he got a job at the school permanently and he'd be back next year, but he never came back. And so that to this day, I wonder, did did he he climb Everest? Did he die? climbing Everest because he never came back or did the school go no you cannot have a job back here we didn't like Pam the gym teacher told us that you were making the kids do obstacle courses for Everest I don't know it was so it was so bizarre and just one of those things were like it sounds so crazy and unbelievable to talk about now, but like that sh- straight up fucking happened. It's weird. So there's a list of Mount Everest summiters, and it is let's see, it's it's long. It seems long, but there's one timers, there's multi like six summits, seven summits. Uh, there's different. You know, it's like how many times they've done it. Um. Are they talking about to get to the top? Because like my uncle just actually did Everest, which is crazy. But he did. He only went to base camp. He didn't go all the way up because going all the way up is actually like super bad now. I mean, it's I guess it's always been kind of bad. But like, but the line to get to the actual top is long, right? It's long. Like it's long with other people trying to get there. And so now like. It's gotten to a point where tons and tons and tons of people are dying in line or they die on their way back down because they spent too much time in line. Oh, my God. So, like, there's no real, like, yeah, you don't accomplish shit by actually getting to the top. But, like, to get to base camp is hard as it is. So as of July 2022, there have been approximately 11,346 summit ascents by 6,098 people. So damn. So a lot of people did it more than once. But then it's not listed. So I'm going to start putting that on my resume. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I mean, the only thing is that like if someone else is like, oh my God, you've done Everest? Like me too i'm like yeah the, the grottos were insane right <laughs> isn't it so crazy they've done like um di- they've done like uh tests and stuff on like the people from nepal who like mm. you know take take people up to everest like the what is the word that i'm looking for i i want to say a word but i don't know if it's i want to say a word too but i don't know if it's like right sherpa, it's sherpa. i don't know if that's correct um what is a what does it mean to be called a sherpa people from the east before mountain climbing nepal from eastern Tibet. i think that they're sherpas um i don't know why for some reason like when i was coming to mind i was thinking is if it was racist what right i I, like um i'm i'm sorry i'm like uh, so it, it noun according to princeton's WordNet, a member of the Himalayan people living in Nepal and Tibet who are famous for their skilled mountaineers. Okay, so they're Sherpas. I... So it's a it's an ethnic group. Yeah, it's it's a it's a Himalayan ethnic group living in Nepal oh. and Tibet. And then um but is it race? I don't know what a, word, what a world that we live in, like that 
because we have things like Sherpa jackets and things. What a world that we live in that we like both knew what the word was, but because everything is so dicey all the time, we can't just say the word Sherpa. But you know what? I don't want to say it anymore because yeah, I'm not but... positive. Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, anyways, whatever. These people who take people up the mountains who tend to live in Nepal, they do s- studies on them. And the amount of oxygen that their bodies require is like significantly less than the average person because their bodies have been so conditioned to the like uh the conditions the like air the, the high yeah, altitude the, yeah yeah on Everest is it's pretty wild it's wild like that's who's going to be left standing when the shit hits the fan in the world is going to be the people who don't need the same amount of oxygen as the rest of us fat cows you know (laughs) just breathing up all the air breathing up all the air yeah (laughs) but drinking in altitude fucking changes you like i mean you need like two cocktails to be like lit like it it definitely changes shout out to denver (laughs) yes 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 but um yeah it's it's wild so i i bet yeah anyway i'm gonna start saying it who knows i could not have check i could i could not have predicted that our new year's episode would have this much everest talk me you know they they sometimes mark height by the dead body like they can't retrieve the dead body so it's like you're at a certain level oh you're at like tom's dead body level like that's a like increment of measure on everest yes they don't take away most of the dead bodies some of them at least and they are like height markers or like mile markers like on everest why (laughs) why don't they get rid of them uh i don't know but so 310 people have died while attempting to climb mount everest majority of the dead are still on the mountain some of the bodies have never been found or serve as grim markers along the route. And some are only exposed years after when the weather changes. Fucking 310 people. And most of them are still there. Most of them are left because respect for the dead climbers, love for the mountains and view of cost. Most bodies are there because the family members do not want to take them. Ooh. I mean, that's gnarly. Talk about whatever I, I i'm about to go on a whole thing about finding dead bodies in the snow and we we just can't we just can't do it we just it's can't not that kind of show it's just not that kind of show but that's crazy maybe i'll start telling people that like uh what that you died on everest <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i'm i'm a dead body on everest yeah i'm, I'm a mile marker yeah I don't blame these people. I mean, they, they, did it. they made yeah. that choice. Yeah. Like, oh, so-and-so died on Everest. Like, do we want to retrieve their body? Why? They went They went and climbed Everest. Yeah. Leave it. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. I think that climbing Everest, it might even be selfish. Ooh, speak on that. Why? Well, I don't know. Because then you might, like, because you might die. I think doing things yeah. that everyone can all agree. I think it's selfish to base climb oh have you ever watched that documentary free solo free solo if you haven't seen it if you haven't seen it you have to watch it this is one of the most selfish people i've ever seen 100 percent. i hate that guy because you're just like you don't have regard i mean whatever i guess it's your life but like what don't get you can't get close to these people because they don't care about anyone but themselves and their own desires to cheat death you know um i just put him on my people i don't like and why i don't like them for amnesia only list the guy from free solo yep i have a list of people i don't like and this is for (laughs) if i get amnesia i want winston to read these to me when i wake up so that i know who i don't fuck with anymore and why hey you know there's nothing about like if you need to relearn your personality i think that learning all the things you don't like is as important as learning yeah. the things that you do yeah um it's a it's a detailed list like i started it i tweeted that i was doing this as a joke like oh uh-huh. i've just made this and then people were like give us an example <laughs> well, so who are like, some people who are on there okay one i'll tell you so uh, names redacted from my hometown but they had um they were a host for a foreign exchange student a teenage girl and they 
threatened to send her back to her country when she admitted to having kissed a boy while living at their house. Like they weren't allowed to hang out with boys. Like it was, they were just such strict Christians and like they were like, we're going to sip you back, which is like, it's a person, not cat. Like they were like, no, we're done. It was like a scandal in the town for like two weeks of like what shitheads these people are. But some people were like, well, she knew the rules. And it was like, a, I mean, they she ended up saying and like we're friends on Facebook. But I was like, fuck y'all. You never want to forget that. I never want to forget that. In case I see them in the grocery store and they're like, how are you? I want to be like, I-, I actually just was thinking of you and the time you did blank. You know? Yeah. I recently suffered a head injury, but I never forgot this. Yeah. It's, it's just important to me to know it. So yeah. totally, totally. Yeah. Anyway, put them on the list. Free solo. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's smart. Yeah. Everyone should have, you know, have an enemies list, have a people list, you know, just in case. But again, no one can see it unless I get amnesia and then have to relearn everything. Yeah. All right. Hey, Cass. What's up? You ready? Oh, I'm ready. It's time for not the dumpster fire. What? Well, as many listeners know, I'm in Europe right now, and these episodes aren't canon. So in order to reduce risk on doing something super outdated, I thought we should do something a little bit different. Well, that makes sense. What did you have in mind? Let's make some New Year's trash loosens. New Year's resolutions of trash. Oh, some resolution trashes. <laughs> yeah, some resu- some trashy resolutions. Yes, okay, yeah. that's that's good. Trashy resolutions. I like it. All right. So my first resolution. Uh-huh. I resolve to jump to conclusions more quickly. I won't weigh out both options or sides of the story. I resolve to make my judgment swiftly and stand solid in that decision, never backing down when I receive more information that changes the circumstances. I respect that. Good for you. That's very trashy. Yeah, yeah that's what I that's what I pledge. What about you? Uh, my first resolution, I would like to be more nosy on strangers' private conversations. I will never leave home without my glasses so that I can read texts from people in front of me on planes. I will finally get my ears checked so that I can better hear other people's conversations from other tables in a restaurant. And I will be more present and available when I'm out people watching so as to never miss a messy interaction either happening in front of me or happening to me because someone unpromptedly starts to talk to me. Oh, that's brilliant. That's beautiful. I I respect that so much. I should I should get my ears checked because we have we share a wall with a neighbor that likes to get a little rowdy sometimes. And I oh, want to know yeah. what he's yelling to his kids. So oh, I need to yeah. I need to get my ears checked because like holding up a glass to the wall isn't just doing the trick. So yeah, yeah, you gotta know. Yeah. All right. My next resolution. I resolve to spend recklessly without consulting my budget and remain thinking my credit card balance is future Erica's problem, not present Erica's problem. It's all about the points. It's all about the points. Points, points, points. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I I mean, whatever. Like, you gotta, we're here for, I'm not here for, uh, what is the, we're here for a good time and a long time. Yeah. That's future Erica's problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Or perhaps, uh, you know, Erica's family's problem. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Uninherit- uninherited everyone so that the debt dies with me. So. Smart, smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. My second resolution is I would like to travel more this year, but without changing anything about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm on my honeymoon or other trips this year, my main focus is to remain only about eating and drinking. I cannot change now when I have worked so hard to only care about where good restaurants and bars are at. You know, I can't suddenly prioritize museums or learning about the culture. I'm all about food and drink and being myself. USA, USA, USA. I I resolve to... The, the minute I learn something like a, like a snippet of information to immediately become the subject matter expert on that oh, by sure. reading half a Wikipedia article and an all things interesting article about it and then spout that knowledge as if it's fact that I research that I have a PF, PhD in 
I mean, I, I'll say it. I don't think that like other places have more than like maybe three interesting facts about them like tops. So as long as you figure out what those three things are, you are a subject matter expert. And now it's just time to get drunk. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, oh, the history of, of elephants in America. Time to go to the Wikipedia. Yeah. And then I'll be able to tell you every elephant in America. Not really. <laughs> but I'll tell you two interesting stories about it. So. Sure. So you need I, to know. I once heard that having ADHD is like microdosing wikipedia like if you if your partner has adhd it's like microdosing wikipedia because the amount of times i've been like winston listen to this and just read (laughs) paragraphs of a wikipedia article he's like okay thank you i didn't ask for this (laughs) that's so funny oh but i'm like i know it now you have to know it too (laughs) now learn it now learn it all right anyway what's up for you Oh, no, it's your turn for your last resolution. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I will be a delight in the baby trash can's ears every week. Get off my high trash horse. Be more aware of other people's feelings. I will watch, you know, fastly produced, loosely fact-based, trashy documentaries on Discovery Plus and be the trash I want to see in the world. I'll be a trash beacon guiding the other trash cans home like a lighthouse of trash. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah what is a lighthouse of trash that would be like a, like a that would be an actual dumpster fire wouldn't it yeah just a dumpster fire atop atop a high perch on a cliff by the sea and then next to it is like a hooter sign and a miller light sign that half lights up yeah so it's just yeah. like iller ite. yeah pretty um yeah i think my third resolution is pretty similar i'd like to keep showing up for baby trash cans and just be a trash pile all of 2023 you know continue to take too long in public bathrooms continue to be a bridezilla and uh, binge watch every new season of too hot to handle instead of taking on my actual responsibilities uh and i'll be nice to mama trash can oh what a beautiful you know listeners hold us to this if you if you think we're not keeping up our resolutions write in let us know give us a tweet respond to an instagram story let us know yeah let us know um all right well let's uh let's end with a bang what are you hoarding 2023 your first hoarding of the year i'm hoarding the order of the myths 2008 documentary about mardi gras in mobile alabama a 2008 documentary is what you're hoarding in the beginning of 2023 i love that for you it's 15 years old it's (laughs) about um so basically the mardi gras started in mobile alabama and they're still very segregated with like black queens and white you know kings and queens and black like there's two separate whole celebrations basically and in 2008 the the um, black king and queen attended the white king and queen and that they did the you know they that was the first time that the queens and kings went to each other's coronations and celebrations and participated in each other's parades but it is segregated still in, in 2008 but um it's really interesting just hearing it through different people's lenses they're like well my grandma was the queen and then like one girl is just very like i want to know more about her i really liked one character because she's just like this is ridiculous like i can't believe it's still like this. i mean she's still participating in the system but she's just like it shows her with like her black friends and like all these you know she just was very progressive especially for the south in 2008 and was just like this is dumb like i can't believe this the racism still happens and and then other people are just kind of like i'm just a part of a system i can't change anything and you watch like the old fat white men that are like we've been doing this for 120 years older older than new york older than new york is the mardi gras mobile alabama and it's (laughs) just like yeah it's it's just it's so interesting it's just like a snippet of the south like so summed up through this mardi gras um yeah it was just really interesting and you know sincere like it was just very sincere um but yeah I, i really liked it so anyway um all right what's it on 
Netflix. I saw it on Netflix most recently. But okay. I think I've seen it before, like probably it's in very old. So, but uh, it was like a memory, and then I watched it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, this is why I like this one." But yeah, Order of the Myths. Okay. Yeah. What are you hoarding? Um, I'm hoarding the Pop Sugar 2023 Reading Challenge. I've talked about this before. The 2022 version. Um, they've released the 2023 version, and I highly, highly, highly recommend. If you want to get more into reading and you have a personality like mine and everything needs to be a competition, um, or you just want to get into reading and you don't know where to start, this reading challenge is so cool and helpful. It's got like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, I don't know, like over 20 prompts on it of, you know, read a book that you meant to read last year, read a book that takes place in the decade you were born or you know whatever like a a books you bought secondhand a celebrity memoir yeah it's modern retelling of a title i like this it's really really cool so i did it in 2022 and um i started in march of 2022 i read 25 books in 2022 which is like over doubling the amount of books i've ever read in my life in a year and it was been it's been really cool like I am better than everyone else I know now because I read so much. Um, there's a lot of, you know, there, if you want to pay for it, there's ways to obviously buy books, buy from small bookstores to help keep them open. It's really great. Or, you know, they also like hit up and see what up what's up with your local library. Like yeah. there's the Libby app, which is yes. a way to use your local library for audiobooks and eBooks. That's how I get most of my reading done is audiobooks. But I subscribe um, get- to Scribd. Which, Scribd uh, is another one, yeah. Scribd is is like nine ninety nine a month, but it's like oh, it's unlimited audiobooks and books, and they have a lot of popular titles and classic books. They even have like PDFs and documents or sheet music. They have all sorts of stuff on Scribd. If yeah, it's um, but I yeah. I use Libby as well. But yeah, yeah, highly highly recommend it. And if you are doing this Pop Sugar twenty twenty three reading challenge, um, hit me up on Instagram and let me know what you're reading. Um, because you know I'm doing it um you know exchange suggestions tell me if you've read something and yeah i mean let's chat about it let's talk books because i mean we we recommend a lot of tv shows and movies and stuff on here and lord knows i take in a lot of that media too but i do feel like a certain enrichment has come into my life you know and it's also just like another way for me to not sit in silence with my own thoughts which i think is really important um, I love it because yeah. I hate being in silence of my own thoughts. Um, <clears throat> what are you throwing out? I'm throwing out using glitter for yeah. New Year's for any celebration. Like, babes, we're running out of glitter. There's a big glitter conspiracy. It's it's wild. Um, glitter is the classification of metal, which is crazy if you think about it, but. Um, there's two basically big glitter <laughs> pu- uh, manufacturers, and they're both private, and they don't tell you who. We can, we'll have to go into the glitter conspiracy. Yeah, we're gonna time. have to do a glitter episode, I think, because it's pretty crazy stuff. But yeah, but it, just stop using so much glitter. Like we don't. It's not good. It's nice though. It's pretty it's fun. Glitter just doesn't go away. Yeah. It's- like I mean, they have like I guess edible and and biodegradable glitter to to an extent, but just stop. I mean, we can use iridescent thing. We know I get we gotta use glitter. Stop using glitter. Anyway, that's all. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What are you throwing away? Nothing. <gasps> Whoa. Here's why. I'm trying to keep an open mind for 2023. Now. Is that to say that I'll never throw out anything again? Absolutely not. But it's the first episode of 2023. And I don't, I just, I couldn't think of anything that wasn't just me holding on to the negativities of the past, the negativities of 2022. We're a day into 2023 right now, as of this airing. (laughs) Um... So, you know what? My mind and my heart are open and I'm not thrown out a thing. Wow. Unless something crazy happened. 
Well, damn, Cass, like, you know, it's 2023. Where can the people find you? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram is the best place to find me. And on this podcast, where can the people find you? At Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find us at www.trashytrashypodcast.com. You can always email us at trashytrashypodcast at gmail.com. Send in stories. What would you like to be covered? Any ideas? We love it. And you can always find us at trashytrashypodcast.threadless.com to get merch for 2023. Start off the new year with some merch. merch. Make it your New Year's resolution to tell uh, one friend a month all of 2023 about trashy trashy podcasts any find one of your news buff friends and go yeah i really like the news i i like to listen to the daily and things like that and go you know what i have a news podcast that you like um you know that's just one of the many scripts you could use uh to recommend this podcast to a friend (laughs) you know i've noticed that my news algorithm has been like like what the algorithm feeds me has changed because like some major world event (laughs) or very important thing will be happening that's in the news and i'm like florida man wrestled a gator oh my god i miss like have you not heard about this and i'm like no he's like do you not read the news i go i i I guess we just have different news (laughs) Like I, I read the news at least once a week. I just, wh- what are you talking about? Yeah. No, what, what do you know that I don't know? <laughs> Either way. I mean, it's probably not something we're going to cover on the podcast because it's a comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Well, hi, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.